0: gets awkward
1: immediately.
0: <laughs> All right. we'll, we'll just keep going. Yeah, we'll, it.
1: Eventually we'll, we'll eventually sound good. We'll eventually get, get into confident.
0: it. Get confident. So, hello everyone. Welcome to the Brawler Raves podcast. Uh, today we actually have our first guest, Miss Gina Moreno. Yay. So, Gina and I have known each other for a while now. And I wanted to do a guest at some point, and I just happened to be relatively near her, so I decided she she would be a good first guest based on that criteria alone.
1: Wow. So
0: let's have Gina introduce herself, and we'll go from there.
1: Wow, I thought you would give me a nice introduction, but okay. You were Um, wrong, you were wrong. (laughs) So, hello, everyone. My name is Gina Moreno. Um, I am from El Paso, Texas, and I went to the University of Texas at El Paso. And um, I don't know what else I'm supposed to say, probably. I don't know what you expected me to say here, but...
0: Very yeah. little, apparently. Uh, let's kind of go through and learn a little bit more about you and what kind of what makes you tick. I think you're a pretty interesting person. <laughs> And I say that with minimal sarcasm. Oh my god! So first, let's go ahead and talk about. So so now you you've grown up now. You're okay. you're out of school. Okay. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what you do now and what what that involves.
1: So, I am currently in a customer facing role, and within Microsoft, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can do. And I'm based out of Dallas, Texas, by the way, just thought I mentioned that. But I think, um, yeah, so there are, you know, six or seven different roles. You know, there's a lot of roles, but within MySpace, there's around six or seven roles that you can do. And they're all basically revolve around learning Microsoft technology, um, working with clients, learning about their business goals and kind of you know, understanding how how our technology fits within their business and how we can better serve customers, you know, by different types of businesses and different types of industries. So, um, it's super interesting. I'm currently in a technical account manager role and basically my job is to manage customers' contracts um, for Microsoft and, you know, figure out, you know, the best plan that we can have um, to deliver our products and, you know, in a timely manner and making sure they get the best out of their Microsoft investment.
0: And I think something we didn't we had to mention earlier so what, what are your degrees in?
1: Sure yeah so I did a bachelor's in industrial engineering and a master's in systems engineering.
0: So what kind of led you to go from this more technical degrees to kind of a more customer facing business role?
1: Right so I think throughout um, my career, I kind of explored what I wanted to do through different internships, right? So I I did um, industrial engineering for one of them. Then I moved into a more manufacturing role, which is similar to industrial, but, you know, in a plant. And then I moved more into a strategic, corporate kind of role, still involving quality. And I think um, what I discovered from this is that, you know, I wanted to work with people, and i wanted to implement projects that would help them better do their job so for some time i think i wanted to be a consultant um that was one of the things that i really wanted to do and then um after a while i you know some crazy semester went by and i was like you know what i'm not sure that i want to do that so I, i was still looking for a role in between business and technology Um, But I wasn't really sure what what I wanted to do, and so after talking to to a great recruiter, um, shout out to Brian, um, he kind of introduced me to these kind of roles um, and, you know, really specified what I would be a good fit in. So um, I think my technical, um, per se, background does help me now, um, but it's not precisely exactly, you know, where I thought I was going.
0: So you mentioned that you spoke with one recruiter and they kind of pointed you in the direction of this particular role you have now, right? Right. So what are some things that you were looking for in a role aside from just being able to work with people?
1: Right. I think I, I still wanted to be really close um, to, you know, a, a technical company per se, like a, a technology company for sure that was in my list. and I. And I think I wanted to a role where I could be the person that you know a customer would look for in order to implement them to a specific industry or a specific type of project, right? So I think um, what what I thought was interesting is that you learn to implement things to different industries and different companies, and you get a broader spectrum of like how the business works in general, not just the super scoped, you know, in my opinion, engineer um, perspective.
0: Okay. So, you've been doing this job now since what?
1: Since July. Since
0: July. So, for everyone listening way in the future, it is currently <laughs> the end of September. So, you've been doing this for a good while. So, you know, I think I think people talk about, okay, you know, hey, you have this you, you landed this dream job and those kinds of things in general once they find an opportunity that's a good fit. But now what's kind of, you know, what's kind of the the reality of it now that you're kind of more settled into it? You know, what what are you doing? How do you like it? What's something that you enjoy from from your, your you know your day to day?
1: Okay, well that's like four questions in one, but I'll try to answer as best as I can. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so I think um, I I've I've definitely went through, you know, discovering that it's only the beginning of your career when you finish college, right? So, like, you think you're done, you know, at a certain extent, but then you start working and it's definitely having to start over with new people, you know, in a new city, you know, and in, in a new company, new culture, so I think it does take a while just to adjust to that um, but I, I think I've definitely been enjoying it so far, and it is a really big learning curve even if the job isn't, you know, technical or anything, but it's just learning all about the company, all about your role and what you're expected to do. So I think that's that's a huge, you know, learning curve. Um, but so far, so good. I've been enjoying it so far. You know, they really like to invest in in new hires for us to, you know, learn a lot, network, and, you know, because they know we're, you know, Trying to be leaders in the future so they really take care of us.
0: So you mentioned something about learning curves. so what what you know what what are some things that you think you had to pick up on that you didn't know before?
1: Oh, everything. You know, I, I feel like us, like you, we think that we got it after getting our degree, like I mentioned, but really it's learning, you know, everything about the industry, about the company, like about your organization specifically, about how people work, what tools they use, um, what, you know, what we're expected to do or not to do and you know, I, I think it's just part of, like, starting, you know, a new chapter in your life. There's so much variables going on, so it's not just, you know, like, you know, a, a job that you thought you were ready for, you know.
0: So how have you started to kind of get past that? You know, you're mentioning there's a lot of info, but is it, you know, have you reached out to mentors? Have you just asked your supervisor a lot of questions? Like, what have you done?
1: Right, yeah. So I think they do a really good job of connecting you with different people um, who are, you know, experts in a certain area so I think yeah I think that's been helping a ton Um, and I think, um, I think I'm settling down and, you know, understanding, but at the same time, you know, I know that I have a lot more to learn. So I think, um, even for my role specifically, I know that even people who have been doing it for a long time, you know, still learn a lot of things every day. So I think it's just the dynamic of the business and the dynamic of, you know, the customers in general. So I think, um, it'll, it'll take a while.
0: Let's kind of get a little more in depth about you as a person and what what you've been doing with your career specifically. Sure. So, you know, for being a a Latina in STEM, what are some things that you think are challenges for you and others like you in the STEM fields?
1: Yeah, I think um, the biggest challenge I faced as a Latino woman. Um, was the huge culture shock in my first internship. I think leaving from El Paso to Missouri in and of itself, you know, was a huge move, you know. Um, You know, for me, you know, growing up in El Paso and never really leaving, it was, you know, difficult to leave. And even if it was just a couple months, it just, you know, I was really scared to go. Um, And so when I moved, it was... You know, shocking to be the only Hispanic, you know, in the facility, you know, and, you know, in the city, the only people who I saw that were Mexican were people that worked at restaurants or, you know, that I I didn't really, you know, have any friends there. And so I think the biggest challenge, you know, apart from the culture shock was learning to connect with different types of people who have lived very different lives from you. You know, it's it's kind of hard to, you know, how do I relate to this man who, you know, has not lived the same way that I have. Um, but I think after a while, you know, getting to know each other as people, um, you learn, you know, to to care for them in a, in a different way. Um, or, or you learn to get to know them and see them as a person and, you know, connect with them in, in a very individual way. Um, So I think that's definitely been the biggest challenge, you know, being the only woman in classes sometimes, you know, sometimes you're like, you know, eight out of like 70 or something, definitely for like my mechanical engineering classes. Um, And even now, you know, it's not just about STEM fields, it's also in business, you know, in corporate in general, um, manufacturing, I think we're always, you know, a minority and um, I think now even in meetings, sometimes you know, I'm one out of two in a meeting of you know 20, or you know, um, just just generally always the minority. Um, so I, I think it's just learning to to know that you have a, a spot in, in that meeting and know that you have a voice. And I think, um, you know, companies are shifting to do a lot of diversity and inclusion, which has definitely helped a lot. And I think we have some ways to go, but I think we're definitely going in the right direction.
0: So what do you think that you're doing and what other people can do to kind of help make that better?
1: Yeah, I think, um, it, it really goes from individual person to individual person, right? But I think when, if. If you are a man, I think uh, (laughs) it's important to be aware of how much space you're taking up. Not necessarily, you know, physically, but, you know, with your voice, you know. Are you noticing that, you know, people might want to say something and, you know, you don't really, you know, call them out and say, Hey, you know, did you want to, you know have an idea or did you have something to share because sometimes I think we find it hard to speak if everybody else is speaking and you know we don't want to take up a lot of time or maybe what we want to say you know we're not really sure so I think it's good just to build a safe space for everyone um I think um being encouraging and what people want to do is is also very important so um a big thing Also is a mentoring, so um, if you are, it doesn't matter, you know, who you are, you always have to, you know, in your career, they always try to tell you, you know, you have to have mentors, different kind of mentors that help you in different things. Um, for your career, you know, for very specific roles or stuff like that. But they never emphasize that you should have mentees as well, that, you know, even if you're just starting your career, there's someone who wishes they knew what you know now, you know, in their college career. So, and, and as you move up, I think it's also very important to to keep mentees to help along the way. I think that's also very important.
0: Yeah, no, and and that's kind of one of the things I was hoping to kind of do with with this podcast is to offer kind of just a slightly ahead perspective on somebody else who's just a couple steps behind just of where they are in life. And I think the other thing, too, to keep in mind is there's a lot of value that, let's say, you have somebody that you mentor – in gaining their perspective so in kind of going with this perspective of hey you know you want uh, you know if you're a female in in the corporate and you have these ideas and you but you're for whatever reason you're not being heard and you have a, have a mentor who's uh who's a guy that person can then also learn like oh well like i never thought that this person felt this way or thought this way and right. you're kind of developing that perspective as well So last question I ask here would be what advice would you give somebody that's looking towards you as an example and they're thinking, what can I do to get to this step in my life?
1: Some advice that I would give the younger version of myself would be just go for it. Too many times I didn't do things because I just felt I wasn't prepared enough or I wasn't good enough or Just different ideas about how I would be perceived and at the end like you lose nothing by giving it your all and trying your best you you know whatever is not um, a success it's like a learning experience so there's nothing wrong with giving it your absolute best you know you're not here to give your you know 80% or 90% you know you're really gonna get the best out of life if you just try your hardest and try your best every time so yeah, that would just be something that I would tell my younger self. Hey,
0: everyone. Thanks for listening. I want to thank Gina today for stopping by the show and really appreciate her taking the time and also being patient with me as I kind of go through the process of doing my first interview. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and I, was, I hope you're able to get something from Gina's background. Gina's really a great person, and if you want to know more information about her, feel free to check the show notes. Thanks again, everyone, and have a great day.